What's up, dude? What's up, Matt? How are you, man? Sorry good. How about yourself? Late. No, it's all good. good. It's all good. I uh, I hit record this time. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We missed it. Yeah, we were in like 20 minutes last time, and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to hit record. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I, I learned my lesson. I'm never, ever, ever going to do that again. And then I did it again. I did it again the next <laughs> time. Yeah, totally. I did. Yeah. No, I did it again. I actually did it with another guest, like like a half an hour in. Oh, dude, we did a show a couple weeks ago. <laughs> we did a we we I flew to another state to record uh, TV stuff, and they didn't hit record in the studio. And wow. we spent like four hours wow. <laughs> doing lines, and it was not recorded. And we were like, um, don't we need that? <laughs> didn't have it. Anyway. Well, all right, yeah. cool. Are we re- so we're recording. We're recording. So now, are we going to pretend it's February, or are we nah, just? Nah, just say just say we're recording early. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. No need. Uh, to. I'll be like, oh man, it's so cold. It was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it is cold. Yeah, I was, my deal. You know me. Let's have a conversation and yeah. somehow get a book plug in. Like, you don't need to. You know, your your podcast is your podcast. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming back. Um. You were like a surprise, really fun guest, and uh, I really enjoyed having you on. You, you're one of my one of my favorites. And when I got the email saying that you wanted to come back on, I was so excited that I didn't really read the email. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, oh wow, he wants to come back on, and uh, I was like, that's why I, I scheduled for November when it was supposed to be for February. Oh, I'm doing like one a week right now. It's crazy how many oh, people are pre- that's great. pre-recording. Oh yeah, I'm doing shit. Awesome. I'm doing- like four or five podcasts a week right now it's crazy that'll awesome. all come out like between january and march yeah. very cool very cool so yeah. we're here to talk about a new book keep the memories lose the stuff uh and the little tagline on the cover there you got the cover Boom. there we go i got it there it is. declutter downsize and move forward with your life yeah. it's uh, uh it's a little <laughs> different it's you know i'm it's weird even plugging a book but it's my 20 years of experience wrapped up in uh, a partnership with aarp which I'm sure is not uh, a group that you get a lot on your podcast, <laughs> but um, it's the right audience. You know, it's for people that need to get rid of their stuff. And, you know, half my clients are hoarders and the other half are just people that have too much stuff. And they've been living in a house for 50, 60 years. And I kept getting all these questions like, well, what do you do with this? What do you do with that? How do you do this? And finally, I was like, all right, I'm just, last year in the pandemic, I was like, let's just write this thing. Yeah. And so I sat down and really put it down, you know, to pen. And it's pretty cool. It's my nine, like a nine step process of how I declutter and how I clean. And then it goes through like each chapter has a story, a really funny, crazy story from a family that I've helped. Right, right. Uh, I actually got to read it. Oh, good. I, was, I was lucky enough to read it. Yeah. I got a digital copy of it. First things first, as someone who like struggles with reading comprehension, like yeah. I, I can read any book, but it takes me a long time sometimes to get yeah. through a book um, because I have to reread it and reread it. Yeah. This, book, this book is easy. It's just like yes. talking to you. Very, very relatable. It's very down very to conversational. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very conversational. Yeah. Uh, very easy read. Uh, it never preaches or judges. It just offers great advice. Things you would normally not even think of, really, and that just simply makes sense. You could actually use in many aspects of your life. I think so. I think I mean, so. I've, you know? I've failed. You know, we talked last week. I failed so much, you know, that yeah. like, the, I mean, I think these accidentally end up being like kind of success trips, too, that like you just kind of. Sorry, success tips. You just trip over, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I didn't. You know, I never meant to do all this stuff. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to, just trying to eat, man. You know, trying to get beer money and yeah. bills. 
no, we went and we went over that in the last show. Like, how did you get into all this stuff? And you're like, I have, you know, it just happened. Hey, by um, the way, yeah. by the way, I still keep thinking about this. Is an idea, I get ideas every day. I still think you need to do a barbershop podcast studio. Yeah. And I thought of the name today. <laughs> Barely cutting it would be the name of the podcast studios. That is phenomenal. I'm telling you, people. That's would a come great in idea. I would, I've been thinking <laughs> about it. I was like, ever since we did the podcast, I was like, dude, he should just have an open studio like a collective where people can come in and do podcasts yeah and then you, you cut hair at the front i'm telling you man i mean would show essentially i could do it here i mean I'm, i have both yeah. things in my garage you know you were cut yeah you were cutting and, during this yeah pandemic, weren't you? yeah well dur during like the shutdown when it was like really serious yeah. and no one knew it was happening no i wasn't because i didn't know what to do you know i yeah. was like i don't want to get busted i don't want to get in trouble you know i don't know but so now that, yeah. that became a big deal in my world, the right. senior living world. Um, these old ladies got to get their hair done. Right. And there all these like hairdressers started opening up like these bootleg shops in their garage. And like it was like the I mean, it was like prohibition, you know, with yeah. getting their getting their hair tinted blue, you know, like it was crazy. Yep. You know, I would, I would hear about all these women like, well, I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, but don't tell anybody. Yeah. You know, and it was like they had, I mean, they didn't, they wouldn't even like see their grandchildren yeah, for like no. a year, but they and, were getting their hair done on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Women, women in their hair. And you know what? Guys in their hair too, because like I have weekly clients. Yeah. And, you know, two weeks goes by during this pandemic and they're, they're fucking freaking out. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? They're calling me. I'm like, ah. and I, you know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Of course, I, yeah. you know, cut some of my close people. Uh, but, it was tough. It was tough for a while. I was like, I really can't. I don't know if I should, but yeah. Um, so say, I mean, I had all my work. I all my work got canceled. Right. Yeah. Like everything. And so that's when I was like, well, crap. Maybe it's time to write this book. And yeah. you know, I called my agent, and she's like, well, I mean, you've had worse ideas. <laughs> like, put, a, put an idea together. Put an outline, and let me know. You know. I think and it's then, a great idea. I think yeah. it's a great idea. You know, obviously, we met before on the podcast. And I know your voice. I hear your voice when I'm reading the words. Yeah, <laughs> Thank it's you. like it's literally like having you in the room while reading this. If you if you are going through a, a situation like this, you know what I mean in your life. Um, well, so I think it's important. Like, yeah, let's talk about this. So downsizing. If you're if you got most of us, your listeners, you got a mom that is downsizing in the next five ten years, right? She's been in the house thirty years. And we got to go through it, right. and they think that you want all their stuff, and the reality is you don't. You want like ten items, and so there's a lot of tips in here that kind of walks you through like. What do you need to, you know, like, how do you, how do you get started? How do you get mom to let go of some things? How do you tell mom you don't want this stuff? Uh, and then for some people are just, they're, you know, they're just basically just need to declutter. They just got too much crap. And right. so it takes a lot of advice in that too. Right. I mean, even if you're not a hoarder, the average person just has so much stuff. Like I wouldn't consider myself a hoarder. Um, but if I were to move, it would be a daunting task. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of well, stuff. So I moved, I moved a year ago yeah. fact, this, this week and that ends up making the book because I didn't like, I have preached all this advice my whole life, 20 years at least adult life, but it's a right. little different when you got to follow your own lessons. And right. I started cleaning up my house and I was like, hold on to stuff. I'm like, why am I holding? Like, this is on TV. I would be telling this lady to get rid of it. And here I am. I, I can't let go of it. And so I kind of just basically like turned the, you know, turned it back on myself and I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta follow my own advice. And 
I think I said last time, my wife is a, my wife where I live now in Georgia is a uh, minimalist. And so I had to come, yeah. I had to get rid of about 80% of my stuff. Wow. And, uh, and that was hard. That was yeah. really hard. Yeah. And that's, that sounds, no, I wouldn't say crazy, but that's, it's interesting coming from you who makes a living doing this. Right. Yeah. But you oh, just, yeah. it's not, it's not junk. It's just your things, right? Your tools, your, your clothes. Um, uh, you know, the book really focuses on what, on what's w- worth holding on to and what to get rid of, especially yeah. with sentimental value attached to it. You know, never yeah, mind I, all the tools and all the clothes. <laughs> I try to focus more instead of saying like, what are we getting rid of? And you said it well there. Like I first started, what are we going to keep versus what are we get rid of? Cause everybody immediately like, well, let's just get rid of everything. And that's not realistic. And so I really right. try to focus on just a few things that you really, 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 really matter. And then focus, okay, then we're going to donate, then we're going to sell, and then we're going to trash, right? right? And then, so in that order is actually on purpose, because I want to make sure people know, like, it doesn't have to be as hard as it sounds. And it's, and, and your listeners are probably thinking, why the hell are we talking about stuff? Dude, if you're huh. not going through it now, you will be going through it in the next 10 years, no matter yeah. how old you are. Yep. You know, and I mean, 80, what is it, 80, more than, was it 10,000 people a day turn 65 for the next 20 years? Whoa. <laughs> oh, I got, I, got a, I got a train coming right in front of my house. Give us give me oh, 30 that, seconds. Yeah, that's all good. I got a question about that. Okay. <laughs> did you hear, did people ask about it on the podcast? I, what's that? Did someone ask about the train on the podcast? No, no. My my wife the other day, we, I, we were watching a movie or a TV show. Yeah. I forgot what it was. And she says to me, I would love to live near a train. Uh, she says she, she finds the uh, the sound relaxing, uh, the vibration. Oh, tell me, how is it? <laughs> She's not wrong. I mean, the horn is annoying. The horn is like the horn is deafeningly loud. Like right, it it sh- we have a pool, and so like it the horn like jumps our house and like ricochets <laughs> off the pool, and it is I mean it is crazy loud in the backyard, louder than it is in the house. Right, but the um you only hear it when you're like. A certain level of awake and yeah. so like i mean it's 26 times a day this train goes by our wow. house and wow. <laughs> you only you only hear it from like 7 to like 10 30 but like i don't once i'm in bed i don't even hear it is that a legit yeah. number 26 26 times did you did you count or was it like no like, it's a schedule we had some okay. we had, like we're on this like old historic track in georgia and so like there's people that like come it's kind of funny because there's like sightseers that come here and they're here just to see the train and wow. people are looking for this train and they're, and there's and they're like they're following an app and they're looking at it and then like i'll just be walking by because it's like my front yard <laughs> and like the other day someone's like hey sir do you know when the train and i was like oh yeah I, I think it's here in like the next eight minutes and and she's like wait a minute are you that guy from hoarders <laughs> and i'm like sure <laughs> sure and she's like well, what are you doing here i'm like oh i'm here to see the train just like you because i don't want people to know where i live you know and so, sure like, sure it's hilarious i mean like there are especially on the weekends like people are here constantly for these trains and uh, and then like every once in a while it'll be like a, a circus train will go by which is really cool or like a um a, a, when a military train goes by it's it's like a mile long and it's just all this military surplus coming by tanks and stuff and so you know i got six boys and uh six boys under 12 and so they go nuts man like we'll just sit on the front porch and watch the train go by and we'll waste a half and it's like watching tv we'll waste a half hour and it's cool from like a dreaming standpoint because like my kids will be like i wonder where that train's going 
Yeah. You know, and they're like, well, what you, I don't know, man. Maybe we should jump on the train and find out. You know, and like it's it gets them like excited about adventure. Sure. You know? And so like that part actually I really dig. Yeah. Because you know, especially my youngest, my youngest will sit there in bed and we'll just, we his bed is positioned so that we can literally watch the train go by in bed. <laughs> That's cool. And That's we'll, cool. Uh, we'll turn all the lights off and the kids will just watch. It's so cool. And so like for me, it's you know as a parent, like it's actually a really good tool to yeah. uh, to get kids dreaming, which is really really cool. That's a really cool way to look at it. Would have never thought about it like that. When, when yeah, she said that to me. It's still loud as shit. It's still yeah, loud Yeah, it's still I, say, loud I mean, that's, you know, it's still but it, really loud. But it wouldn't wake you up out of out of your sleep, you would say. No. Yeah. No. Okay. You don't hear it at all at night. But it is, um, we are now watching uh, Game of Thrones. My wife, I turned, I found out last year, my wife had never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, she has to see I'm that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, what? So we started it over. Yeah. So we watch it every night. And, um. And I got to tell you, watching it the second time, a lot more stuff makes sense. But yes, um, yes. We, a lot more. You're like, what? That's his dad? <laughs> like, I know yep, yep, yep. all these people, you know. And um, <laughs> But they, uh, the train, like, it's such a quiet show. You have to watch it. Yes. So, like, I actually now, I watch TV with the subtitles on all the time. Oh, wow. Mainly because of the train. <laughs> and uh, because of the train's coming. So, so, literally, I watch everything with the subtitles. Um, but, yeah, as far as Game of Thrones goes, because I'm a huge fan um and i'm not gonna say anything because if your wife watches it you know well yeah. by this time this comes out maybe we'll be done we're gonna You'll be done. Up right. we're on yeah. we're on season six we well let me ask you what you thought of yeah. the ending that everyone was very you know it was controversial uh, yeah. you know for me <laughs> it's one of the top five shows ever i think and yeah. you can't take away from that um i compare it to sopranos which i'd also yeah. put in the top five and we all hated the ending at the time and I got to tell you, now sitting on it is a brilliant ending. Right? Absolutely like, brilliant. Brilliant. It's one. I mean, it's one of the best shows ever made. Yeah. And um, I still wonder. Totally. I mean, like, I I go back and forth. I was like, I don't know. Did he get killed? Did he? And then uh, and we just. Well, I just saw that interview. Yes. And he and he did. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's like that was last month when I saw the interview, and I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, I was wrong half of the last five years, you know? <laughs> and like, but like that's a good show, right? And so like, yeah. I don't know. I got two things. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love seven, <laughs> but, um, I mean, could it, the hype was so big? Like, could you ever yeah. live? I mean, I don't know who would unless yeah. the, the main guy wrote it. I also think they, it would not surprise me in a year or two if we find out that they just remade it. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and, it, I and, mean, I, and I think we'd all be like, okay, cool. I mean, the season was clearly rushed um yeah. you know there was problems with like starbucks coffee cups and water bottles I in the know, scenes i know it was rushed they were on a tight schedule and uh time didn't make sense like in other seasons it took them a whole season to get somewhere and in this yeah. season it took them an episode to get somewhere um but all in all i think it had really great moments i mean i'm not going to spoil anything here I don't uh, hate the show, but I the mean, dragon and stuff like, yeah. like that stuff was oh. incredible. That, 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 those scenes were mind blowing. When that, um, yeah, I mean yeah. that one, <laughs> yes, yes. And then like yeah. the, um, I don't know. There's a lot of really strong women in that show. If you realize yeah. when you really sit back and watch, now I got a daughter. You're like, oh wait a minute, like there's some really badass women in the show, yeah. and that held true the whole way. And um, yeah, and it's funny though. Like now rewatching it, you realize, yeah, wait a minute, like everything in that ending. It was all they they basically led up to it. I mean, there's nothing yeah. that was really that out of the blue. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you the girl turned out like her father, let's be honest. I mean yeah. at the end of the day, don't we all you know I like think how far fetched it was. I mean, I don't think it was. I right. Think it. I think a lot of people forgot 
while watching it when it was airing, yeah. you know, you know, six years ago, you, you got to remember yeah. these characters and their development uh, and you forget about it. But if you're binge watching it, you realize, okay, yes. Well, look, I mean, yeah. not to get political, <laughs> we, we all want our politicians to be a bit better than they actually are, yeah. right? right? And is that any different? No, nope. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, sim I'm simplifying a lot here, but yeah. you know, but it was like, man, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I love, the, I love the show. It's watching um, one of my favorites. Watch, watching my wife watch Red Wedding was like one of the top oh. ten moments for me. I mean, to watch her yeah. mouth just drop. Yeah, you know, because I, I told her, I warned her on the first episode. I go, don't get attached to anybody. Anybody. I go, because the more you love them, I go, the more you love them. They are going to die. Right. I promise you. Like, yeah. it's not a matter of if, it's just when. Yeah, even in the first season, uh, you know, the main I mean, character, you're like. Oh, I know. Once well, she, once goes, please. <laughs> one night she goes, please tell me Joffrey dies. <laughs> I, go, I go, you won't even care about Joffrey in about three weeks. And I go, yeah. And I go, there's someone much worse. She's like, what? How could you hate someone worse than Joffrey? And I'm like. Worst. Oh, just, just wait. Just wait. Worst and television. Guy, yeah. Yeah. That worst delivery. Yep. That guy, I saw him on a movie the other day that took me um, forever to realize it was him because he's had to change almost his face because he got so hated. Yes. Like he couldn't do anything else. He was in that um, Motley Crue documentary on Netflix. Did you see that? The um, The Dirt? The Dirt, yeah. yeah. He is the old guitarist. He's like the yes. old guy that's guitar. Yes. And it took me like two hours to figure <laughs> out that was him. And he could have glasses and long hair on the whole movie. Yeah. Because I don't think he could find any work. Even Joffrey, even Joffrey, yeah. when he was uh he was he's a young kid, you know? Yeah. Um, he would get threats like people want to yeah. punch him in the face when he's walking down the street. It's an act, it's a role. But yeah, he might as well stop working. I mean, yeah. no one's gonna yeah. no one's gonna. Anyway, I digress. I can talk about the We'll yeah, we should. Episode just about Game of Thrones. We should do that. I love that. Um, all right. So before the train came along, and we talked about Game of Thrones yeah. for a while, you, we were talking about the book. You were talking about an order to the book, a system that you put into place. It's pretty simple, honestly. Like first thing I want to do, I want to know what's what's the finish line. Like what's your goal? And there's so so many of us that we just start cleaning because we're like overwhelmed with the stuff, and we just want to get motivated, so we start cleaning. But we don't know what we doing. Are you moving? Are you just cleaning out a house, like a room for a baby, for a nursery? Or are you trying to clear out a space to make a man cave? Like, I don't care what your answer is, but I want to be really clear what's your destination. Like, what's the finish line? Right. And then the what's the motivation, the why? And this is what's important because you're going to laugh. Downsizing is a lot like decluttering is a lot like losing weight. And like right now, I'm, I'm working out a lot trying to lose weight and I'm, yeah. I lost 10 pounds. And I did it with my son. My son's really cornered me the other day. Um, basically they were like, like I eat like shit and they know it. And they basically are like, you're always telling us we got to make good choices. And like, you don't make good choices on your food. And it was like, Ooh. And then one of them just said, finally, he goes, look, your dad died when you, when you were 25. Like, are you going to be, are you going to be a grandpa? Like, we don't have a grandpa and we really want you to be here. And like, we were on a walk and my kids like are putting me oh. into the ground. Like, like basically like, dude, you're going to, you're going to die. This. Like. What you know, and, and then finally my son was like, You can't tell us all to do all this stuff if you don't do this. Right. My 12-year-old son like called me out on my total, yeah. like he's like, You're telling <laughs> us to be good sons and you're not doing what you're supposed to do as a dad. So anyway, point of that is is like I put my why, I want to be a grandpa. And so I put that on the wall. 
right? And so when I start to freak out about working out, I'm like, eh, I don't do it. I start to, I'm really struggling with the diet side of this. And, but my why is because I want to be a grandpa. And so that puts me back to like, okay, I got purpose. And so I say that in downsizing as well. Like it's really important for you to be ready. Like what is your, what is your why? Like what is your goal? And what are you going to do here? Because if it's to like move your mother-in-law in here to have, you know, have them close to your kids, like a lot of times it's, or you want freedom. Like my mom just right. knows she wants, she wants to be able to still live on her own. And I was like, great. You want to be in control. You want to have freedom. So let's put, so every time she would quit, I'd say, look, you want freedom. And the only way to get freedom is just to keep working. And so basically I want that, that destination, the finish line and the why. The why is because that keeps us going when it gets hard. Right. And this is exactly yeah. what I was saying before about applying this to other things in life. This isn't just, you know, organizing your bookshelf. This is like, you, yeah. You can yeah, I mean, apply I'm this to losing weight or getting into shape. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. look, I watch, yeah. I watch Gary Vee. If you watch Gary Vee, he's a, like a modern day motivational speaker. And, no, I'm not um, sure. Oh, dude, you'll love him. He's a dick. Yeah. He's fine. He's, yeah. fine. <laughs> he's like, he's like Tony <laughs> Robbins, but he like cusses nonstop. I got to check this out. <laughs> Gary Vee, G-A-R-Y-V-E-E. And he's, he's right, business wise, he's brilliant. He, uh, he's a hustler. And he just tells her, he's like, dude, you know, you're out driving Mercedes and I'm packing wine to sell wine. And he's like, flip, I mean, he'll, he doesn't care what the product is. He's just trying to flip stuff and hustle. And the guy, I mean, he, he has a huge agency now. He does really, really well. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's a, you know, a couple hundred millionaire now, but he really pushes the same thing. It's just like, dude, like you, you, you know, it's all choices. Like you can choose to be happy. You can choose to be angry. And like, I listen to that kind of stuff and I was like, well, man, that's, that's everywhere we go. And I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, in my downside, I'm decluttering. There's a reason, a hundred reasons to quit. Like, you just got to choose not to quit. And so I try to put a lot of these tools in there to keep us focused. Right. And so I get, yeah, I guess we could, I'd love for it to be life tools if someone will listen to them. But at the it end is. of the day, I just, I, I just want you to keep, <laughs> keep going. So you get, you know, so many people now just complain about not having the life that they want. And so many of my clients from hoarding, the downsizing, same thing. They would they would just blame the stuff or they blame something that bad happened in their life. And I'm like, that's all true. It's all accurate. But at what point are you just going to take charge? Right? right. And I think that's in this book. It really pushes you to say, hey, man, this is on you. Like you can, yes, all those things that hurt you are real. But like at the end of the day, you still got to like get your life together so we can like live and have fun. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 47 and I'm just starting to really enjoy life. I think you're on that ride, right? I think you're just starting to like, I, it's really happening. You know? Things are, things are starting to happen. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm 40 now and, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I still have a little ways to go, but well, you always have, if you, if you okay. don't have a way, to, if you, yeah, if yeah, you, yeah. Line, <laughs> you know, my old track coach used to tell me, he goes, if you're not nervous at the starting line, you're going to lose. Yeah. He goes, even the guy at the Olympics is nervous. That's so you know, true. He's like, he's like, cause you're taking it seriously. He goes, if you're not nervous, then someone's going to beat yeah. you. It's so true. And I'm nervous all the time. I'm nervous with people that like I've had on before. I've had you on before. I know you're the yeah. great guy. You're really cool. There's not going to be you any problems at the time. And no, but I, my point is, is like, even today, I like had a little, you know, I was a little nervous yeah. and, uh, but I like it. Yeah, I had a, <laughs> it's a dude, good feeling. I had, a, I had to have my, um, my mentor, <laughs> like a guy that I looked up to when I was a kid on TV, this guy named Peter Walsh. He had a house called, uh, um, clean house or um if it was a he was a he was an oprah's organizing guy so when i was like wow. 25 I, th I thought this guy was god right but and I, I got to meet him 10 years ago and we like started talking and he's a nice guy and he ended up like i mean i used to read his books right and now like he'll text me 
like which is crazy you know and yeah. um and like the other day i had to ask him to to write a blurb for my book and i was scared i was so nervous man like yeah. so nervous. Yeah. it took me like a week <laughs> it took me like a week to write the email because i was so afraid he would say no and you know of course he's like sure man like just yeah send it to me I'd love to look at it and he wrote me this wonderful review and like i i was i mean i'm a grown man i'm 47 like i've I think I can do anything, really. But I was scared to death of that. Because yeah. like, I don't know why. Because some stranger that I really don't even know that well. But he's a good dude. It just it still scared me to death. Yeah. And, um, no, so I, I think, Yeah, I think you can take that to declutter. Like, so many people are afraid of, like, I don't know, I don't know, afraid of failing or what. But, like, at the end of the day, man, just go do it. Like, go try and see what happens. 100%. You know, and that that's kind of my attitude now is that uh, instead of, essentially doing something that I want to do and then thinking it's not good enough and doubting myself and scrapping it. Those days are over. Like I do, I put out what I put out now, you know, it may not all be amazing, but I'm just going to, I just keep going. Well, instead it's of, a instead of just yeah. self doubting, you know? Yeah. My dad always said, he goes, dude, he goes, unfortunately this was not for business. This was for, uh, for women, but he'd be like, dude, 99 girls are going to say no. Right. And he goes, one's going to say yes. And he goes, you're not going to remember the other nine. And in in hindsight, it was a horrible thing to tell a fifteen year old boy, but like he wasn't wrong, right? And he you know, it was just like he goes like, dude, you're not gonna care that. And he's like, but you got. It. He's like, so every no, it just gets you closer to yes. And he goes, look at it that way. Don't look at it like you're failing and you suck and you're awful. He goes, right. just, he goes, it really means you're getting closer. Right. And I've honestly taken that with business. I mean, I get you know like when I pitched this show, uh, legacy list, like everybody said no. I mean, all the networks said no. Nobody wanted it. And then here where we got nominated for an Emmy. Right. right? For, and it's like, you know, but everyone said no. I always use the, um, shit, six people turned down Harry Potter. Six, six <laughs> different publishing houses said, nah, it's not nah. going to be anything. Right. And she's the richest. That lady's now richer than the queen of England. Right. And she was homeless when she wrote the first one. Yeah. Like she did it at McDonald's yeah. or something. Like, no, it's insane. Her, I mean, like. It's insane when you hear that story. Or like even Dr. Seuss, 126 companies turned down Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And uh, he's done okay. Right? You know, so yeah. Like, you just got to keep going, man. That's you it. You can't let it, you know, you just got to keep hustling. You know, same thing with like a lot of movies, um, like um, Nightmare on Elm Street and things like that. People, when they were first showing that around, people were like, what the hell is this garbage? And now yeah, Freddy Krueger exactly. is one of the biggest horror icons of all time. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and that movie's grossed story. billions. Billions. <laughs> you, know? you, you watch that. I guess you watch that. The uh, the movies that we love on uh, Netflix. Oh yeah, definitely. Dude, that yeah. one of all oh, the, the Christmas ones are the Christmas movies. Yeah, like Elf, like the story behind Elf. Like, yeah. you know, that's a great story. I mean, it's but none of those none of those stories are like all the movies on that. You'll be like, I love them all. They're so good. Right. And every one of them's like almost didn't get made. Yep. Like Home Alone ran out of money and got canceled. Right. And it's it's grossed over a billion dollars that franchise has. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Crazy. It and really is crazy. crazy. Yeah, I, I love it. You just so got. I, I mean, I you know I keep swinging too. Like I hope that yeah. this, I think this book's gonna. I mean, this is a you know when you do a lot of stuff, sometimes you know it's good, mm -hmm. right? And I wrote this book and I was like, I think it's really good actually. And and now that people are seeing it, people are buying it, people are reviewing it, and it's like it's coming back to saying like, man, this book really helped me. And it's very relate. They're like, I can read it. Like it's actually like consumable. Yes. And it's not like yes. yelling at me, which I love. And so yes. I hope people, if you have, if you're listening and you just like, 
either you or someone in your family struggling with stuff, like pick it up you know, or, or go to the library, man. Go to the library, check it out. I don't care. Like you don't have to buy it. Like literally go check it out at the library. <laughs> yeah. The libraries are great. And um, like, and then if you, if you do, if you can't buy it, buy it and give it to someone else that can't afford it. You know, but like my thing is just like, just give it a shot. I mean, you probably read it in two days. I'm like you, I struggle. I mean, I really, really struggle to read. Always have. I can yeah. look at it. I can read it. But the minute I look up, like I don't do commercials because I can't memorize lines. My brain yeah. doesn't work that way, and I'm horrible at it. Like horrible at it, and it's, it's I, always hurt me professionally. But it is what it is. And yeah, I I'm an audio book guy. Like if I want to really read a book, I buy the audio version. Are you gonna do an audio version of this? Yeah, man. I actually get awesome. to go record it next week. I'm gonna go record <laughs> oh, great. it a uh, week great. after things. So this is getting recorded a couple of days before. Uh, this is not February for anyone that's listening right now. But yeah. um, yeah, I get to go record it, and I'm so nervous because I got to read the book out loud. And yeah, you're like, great. I'm so nervous, <laughs> man. I'm so, and I was like, when Audible called me, they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna." You, we're, we, they actually interviewed other people as well, and so I had to, I had to interview. I just like to try out to read my own audio book. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. so, so there were there were other people up for the running for my book, right? Better narrators, like actual professional narrators. Wow. And and they were like, "Look, we read the book, man. Like, it's so passionate. Like, it's got to be you." Yeah. Like, but they couldn't pay me as much as they pay a professional narrator because I'm not a very good narrator. <laughs> so, so if you're, you're going to buy the audiobook, I hope it's good, man. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I'm really, really nervous. But I think uh, you're going to be great. And I, I think that's the best part of, of you is like, you're you, you're not trying yeah. to be anybody else. It's, it's you. And that's going to be successful. And uh, who you I don't, am who I, am, man. I wouldn't want to listen to it if it was somebody else, to be honest yeah. with you. I, you know, yeah, I don't know if it would be any good. I mean, it's I mean, like it's, Samuel it's, Jackson or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, pick up your shit, motherfucker. <laughs> I did have a uh, there's an old Jay Moore podcast where it was like Jay Moore's like sixth or seventh. You ever listen to Jay Moore? It was more stories. Yeah, he had me on. He was on Leno. That's when that's how long ago this was. He was on Leno making fun of hoarders, and I was like. Oh my God. I was sitting in my mom's basement. Like that's how poor I was. I didn't even have a house yet. I was in my mom's basement. I'm watching Lena. They're talking about hoarders. And it was like third or th third or fourth episode. And he's ma clearly making fun of me. So I go on Twitter and I reach out to him and I say, Oh man, love your show. Blah, 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 blah. By the next morning I wake up there. Everyone's like, you got to have Paxton on. You got to have him. So he's like, Hey, I'm in New York next week. You want to come up? I'm like, sure. Yeah, I'm in New York all the time. Like acting like I'm really busy, you know. Right. And I had to like scratch <laughs> enough money together to take a train to New York so I could be on this podcast. And he had asked me, he goes, "Do you have a podcast?" And I'm like, "Sure, yeah, of course I do." I didn't, I didn't even know what a podcast was, you know. And uh, so like I put the, I, I recorded a podcast that week on the road, and then like went in and figured out how to start one. Ended up plugging my podcast on Jay Moore's More Stories. But he basically did a like I I mean. I would old Saturday Night Live. Just I loved old Saturday Night Live. So he basically did. He did an, a skit of Norm Macdonald and Tracy Morgan in a hoarded home with me, and he's oh, like wow. doing the voices of Tracy Morgan in a hoarded. Wow. And it was the funniest damn thing I ever heard. And I was like standing next to him watching him do it, and it was unbelievable. And then we were in New York. Let's see how long ago it was. And this guy walks in, and I'm like, that guy looks familiar. And he's like, yeah, it's Jay. And I'm like, Jay, who's Jay? Jason, Jason, Jason. It was Jason Muse from Jay and Silent. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, like, he's like, yeah, they manage my podcast. I'm like, holy crap, man. I'm like, that guy, I was like, oh my God. You know, he just walked in the hotel room, did some things, walked out and left. Yeah. 
you know, in the middle of the podcast. And I'm like, That's great. What is going on, man? Like, it was crazy. Oh, I'm man. a huge fan of those, uh, Jane Silent Bob and all that. Um, well, that's, I mean, Kevin, that's another great story, man. Like that. I mean, yeah. talk about a guy that hustled and did it a different way yeah. and, and just, I mean, killed it professionally, yeah. you know? Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, Jay, Jay Moore, he was, uh, he was on Sunday Live, right? Yeah. One year. And one year, one year. but, but he yeah. was, he was good though. He did like a Christopher Walken impersonation, if I yeah, remember he, correctly. He does incredible. And incredible he killed it. Impressions. Yeah. 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 He did, but he was a dick. He knows it. And he, <laughs> uh, he, Jay's kind of the same thing. He does his own thing, man. Like yeah. he, he is who he is. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't always, people don't always love it, but the guy is insanely funny. And actually, I mean, yeah. incredible. He's been incredibly kind to me throughout my career. Always had me on when I mean, he got me on, he got me on Stern for God's sakes. I mean, wow. like, I mean, talk about a life changing, like, day. I mean, I got to do a three hour interview with, with Howard Stern, and like, like that. I mean, that was no, not three, one hour. Sorry, one hour interview, three yeah. hours. I did. Uh, then they got me on. I got on uh, Joe Rogan. Right. And because of that, and that was a three-hour interview, you know, and it was like, yeah, Joe Rogan's always three hours. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, I got drunk and sobered <laughs> up during that interview. <laughs> wow, like, I mean, that's how long that interview <laughs> was. Had lunch, dinner, <laughs> dude. It was crazy. My agent passed out. If you look at the video, yeah. really, my age, my agent is asleep on the couch. Now, is it just? Us. Is it just you on that, or is it um, like no? It's me, Red Band, me, Red Band, and uh, and Joe. And it's, it's like almost 10 years old. It's a long time ago. And he just asked me a lot of questions and it was really fascinating, fascinating podcast. I mean, he's a, you know, like him or not, he's a brilliant interviewer and um, it's an old, old episode. It's in the hundreds. Like that's how old it is. Wow. And I think they're in the thousands now. Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, Joe's, a, he's, he's pretty straightforward. Like I asked, I called a couple years ago trying to get back on and he was like, you do anything really different than what you're doing then? I go, no. And he goes, we're good. We asked everything we needed to ask. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's brutally honest. It's like, I appreciate it. You know, like that's brutally yeah. honest feedback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now you're you're done with hoarders, right? Uh, I'll do one. It looks like I'm going to do one a year. I think I'm okay. going to keep going one a year. I that's cool. I missed, I missed this season. And um, they just signed up for a couple more seasons. Like, hoarders keeps going. I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I guess it's never going to stop. So I'm going to do one a year. And... Um, I had, I needed a mental health break from that. Like it just got, yeah. you know, they get bigger and bigger and bigger, and everyone makes fun yeah. of the word mental, mental health break. But I really needed it, and no, uh, I don't, I don't now totally I kind of miss it. I miss the cruise. <laughs> I miss the challenge. I mean, you know, like you roll in and you're like, okay, I need 50 people for five right. days to knock this out. Right. And like <laughs> I admit, I mean, I miss the magnitude and like the, you know, the the volume of that, and and then the you know relief to see that person really see their lives change. Like that's yeah. pretty cool. So I'm excited to get back. I'll do one. Uh, Looks like it's going to be February, March. Okay, I'll do one, and then uh, and then I go back out for season four of Legacy List uh, in the spring, and then we we start going all over the country again. So when you're when your listeners are listening to this, season three of Legacy List will be airing uh, on around the country, and we got we really cool stuff. We got to go to New York City. We got to go to uh, we got we got to go to uh, Taos, New Mexico, one of the coolest towns I've ever been to. Wow, Fasc- fascinating history there, and. Um, just finding really cool stuff in people's attics and basements. Yeah, now that's US, man. that's on uh, Monday nights, right? Monday nights, most it p- depends in the re- you know really each state their yeah. PBS is different, but most of us put this on Monday nights or Tuesday nights. Okay, but you can just go to mylegacylist.com. You can watch it there uh, anytime, or you can watch it on uh, just go on the PBS on demand and just say honestly, just write Matt Paxton 
on your <laughs> yeah. TV, and it'll come. Everything comes up, but yeah. uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, no, everything everything's good. Man, new book, new show, and honestly, a new life in Georgia. And it all happened because I got rid of all my stuff, which is crazy to think. That, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's awesome, man. I mean that. I'm so happy for you. That's uh, thank you, dude. I, that's like everything I, coming to fruition, like that you worked yeah, for. You know, <laughs> 20, 20, 20 year night, uh, overnight success. People always say, like, yeah, "You're so, you're so lucky," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm really lucky." I mean, that's just twenty years of very in, intentional hard work behind that. But yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Luck. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the past few years for me have just been like crazy amounts of work. I I do more and more now. Like. I have three radio shows. I have uh, I'm DJing. I have, um, uh, I'm actually producing a track with somebody. I'm making a music video for Fences. Yeah, dude. Um, Fences, yeah. dude. I, he called yeah. me up on his wedding night, man. He's like, I need you to send me a video to my wife. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he sent me a message. Oh, he told me he that. Like, yeah, yeah. I never do that stuff. And I was like, oh, screw it. It's his wedding night. I got to do it. You know? Yeah. And uh, so I sent her a message, and I'm like, I feel bad sending your wife a message on uh, on your wedding night. And he was like, that dude is a solid guy, man. Yeah. Like, solid. He really is. That time. I forgot that time. And he's honestly really talented. Yeah, he was actually going to come on. He was going to come on the episode today. He was going to oh, pop in, yeah. but he's, he's sick. Yeah. This time he's doing yeah. something. Ping, ping me, and I'll, shut, I'll try to show up somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll try to do it the other way. Um, yeah. We actually, we do one called Chaos in the Garage. It's like, yeah. it, we, we just talk about absolute nonsense it's just craziness and i think you'd be a great fit for that maybe we'll get you he wrote me he that's how i met him he, i don't think that's how i met him he just randomly wrote me one night he's like yeah, hey yeah. and i you know i get i get like 100 messages but i just his right. face is this guy's his whole face is tattooed yeah and so his i like his screen image obviously grabbed me so i was like oh who's this kid you know yep. and i look at him and he's like hey man i need your voice for a track and i can't even like no pleasantries like he just like hey i'm recording yeah. a really weird song <laughs> I need your voice. And I'm like, I'll bite. What do you do? Like, just making sure it's not like racist songs, you know? He's a good person. I'm like, yeah, shit, why not? You know, yeah. let's do this. Because you yeah. never know. Um, he's one of those guys you know he's going to be. All right, I'm going to buckle up and watch. Right, like, right. I'm just going to see. I'm not going to hang on. I'm just going to see what he does because it's yeah. going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah. It is. It is. And like, I, don't, I know we saw this last time, but I actually made a few upgrades to, uh, look to him. Look at that. <laughs> right, so I, I handmade I hand and painted this yeah. vest. So are you doing uh, like, are you going to do like a uh, animated video? It, it's, it? I wouldn't say it's animated. He's yeah. going to be still, but it, it's going to be insinuated that he's living. Yeah. He's going to be in okay. different places in, in the house right. and, and stuff like that. All right. I'm um, interested. I'm I've, already made, I've already made one, but it wasn't good enough for me. And I just said, I'm con con contradicting myself because I just said, I don't throw anything out, but I want to make it better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you yeah. go. If yeah. you're, you know, I, I, uh, we'll, we'll end on that. I think it's important yeah. to just keep trying. Like, here I am. Like, I, you know, finally I had a hit show. And then it was like, all right, do I really want to write a book? And then I like, I was like, if I'm going to write it, it's going to be the best book I've written. And, and it is. It's like the best thing I've done. And so I hope your viewers, yeah. I hope you guys, I hope first you got motivated. I always come on your, on your podcast because, it's really, to me, it's a podcast about motivation, yeah. right? And yeah. getting jazzed up and getting excited. So I, I hope people yeah. are motivated first at whatever you're doing. I don't care if it's downsizing or decluttering or whatever yeah. in life. I hope you're motivated. I hope you say, yeah, I can do I can do more. I can do better. And then if you're dealing with your, with your decluttering or any yeah. of your stuff, check out the book. I think you'll find it interesting. And uh, I know I'll be back on again. So I think let's do some, uh, let's do viewer questions next time. I think that's fun. Uh, that's, that's that sounds fun. like a great idea. Um, 
yeah and that is kind of what the show is about like it's just two people talking but i'm always talking to people who do interesting things something that people think outside of the box or do something that's not the ordinary nine to five kind of thing and that's the idea of it is if you want to dream about doing something yeah. just do it you know i tell well <laughs> i was trying i think i'm I trying to get rich a lot i always failed and then I just started helping people clean their houses. And yeah. it turns out now, 20 years later, I am the best in the world at that. Yeah. And that that's a cool feeling. You know, like I love knowing that like I'm the best at cleaning up a hoarded home. I'm the best at cleaning up an attic. That sounds crazy, but like I'm really good at it. And I love that people around the world like will call me with a question about that. And the funny thing is people don't really know that this is a thing yet, right? Like that you really need to you need help on this because the majority of the world hasn't gone through it yet. And grandkids used to just do it for free. And, uh, <laughs> and that doesn't happen anymore. And so, right. like, it's funny. Like, I know I'm putting my, I made a very conscious decision to put my flag on the ground and be the best at this. It just took me 20 years to prove it. Yeah. And, and now I'm there. And so I think if the listeners hear that, like, yeah, it is not overnight, dude. Like, it's not overnight, uh, but you got to be consistent, you know? Yeah. Or, or, oh, dude, I, or persistent. <laughs> one year Both. I spent an, I spent an entire November in like the first two weeks of December at two houses in Cincinnati. Like I ate chili for six weeks straight, right? We were cleaning <laughs> 12 hours a day. And it was these two massive houses that were filled literally to the roof. And I remember thinking, like, I, I, I don't know, I made, I didn't even make that much money at the end of it. Basically after I paid everybody, but we kept working for six weeks. And I remember thinking like, God, is this all my life's going to be? Really? Like just cleaning houses, <laughs> you know? And then I was like, well, there's a perfect. Like yeah. there's a point somewhere here and I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And like I told that story the other day and I was like, oh yeah, this was just supposed to be a story 10 years later. And I didn't know right. that, right? Like we were there so long that we would, honestly, God, we went to BW3s for dinner one night and, and we couldn't get waited on. The wait staff wouldn't talk to us. And I looked at one of my guys, eight guys there with me for like six weeks and I was like, why do these waitresses all hate us? And they're like, oh man, we've already all dated all these girls. <laughs> we've been in this town. We've been in this town too long. Like we've all wow. dated these girls. And I was like, we gotta get out of here, man. This is too long in Cincinnati. We couldn't even get we couldn't even get chicken wings, man. We've been in this town too long. But like, you know, like that's yeah. the, at the end of the game. That's the story, right? Like that's right. the way we were there. And uh, it's just you just gotta keep hustling, man. And sometimes it makes that's sense. It. Sometimes it doesn't. That's you know? it. It's, and it's, maybe it's, you get lucky enough to write a book, you know, and tell all those yeah. crazy stories. Yeah. So hey, that is the that is the point of this book, by the way. The punchline of the book yeah. is tell the stories. Like get out there, like when you're with your grandparents or your kid, like get them to tell your stories, ask them questions, or if you're the older person, tell the stories. Because the stories is what one makes it fun and two makes the stuff actually valuable. This stuff's just stuff. It's not really a whole lot of financial value. Right. It's the it's the emotional value that makes it cool. And so like really encourage people to tell the stories. And that's what you'll really get out of the book. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually meant to, I meant to ask that before when we first yeah. got on is how do you separate the item from, you know, the memory attached to it? Well, I take a picture of the item. That sounds silly, but honestly, no. like I don't need stuff anymore. So I take pictures of it and then I yeah. tell the story. I either document it via video, audio, or handwriting it. But at the yeah. end of the day, you really, really need to tell that story. You know, essentially that's what we do with everything, right? All of our music's in a phone now. There's no more CDs, you know, yeah. uh, unless you're like a vinyl collector or something. Uh, even movies are in your phone. You don't have to collect the, yeah. you don't have to have the stuff. To, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I took a crate. I took a crate of, when I went to college, I took a crate. I could only fill up my Honda Accord, right? 84 Honda Accord. I could only fill up the back seat. And I took yeah. a crate of records and a stereo like thing. And I laugh. And now the kids just take their, you know, take their cell phone. It's all right there. Yeah. You know, and like, 
but we always fill the car. You know, you fill the space you have and uh, with right. something. You know, and so just you know, I hope people will find it and, and just you know, stuff in stuff in what matters. The people behind it, it's the stories. And so I tell and just it's really again preach, just tell, tell, tell the stories because you will find that when you hear the stories, the items either you decide you do want the items and you're gonna you're gonna get rid of other stuff to keep it, or you're just gonna decide you know I don't really need this item. I'm gonna give it to someone else that really can use it. Sure. And uh, and you still have the story because you take the picture and you keep the story. I mean, my phone is filled with pictures of cool stuff. Yeah, that I just found, and then I'm like, oh yeah, when I need to tell a story, I find the picture. I'm like, oh here it is. Look, right, it is. right. You know, it's really really cool. Matt, it was a pleasure having you on again. Dude, thanks yeah. for having me, man. Let's thanks for we'll, we'll go for three. We'll go for yeah. Let's go six months. We'll go for number three, man. Th- thanks for uh, seeking me out. Actually, you know, I really appreciate yeah. that. I meant that was a really cool moment for me. Well, I was laughing. I was like, <laughs> he, he is gonna love that someone from Penguin Random House writes him. Yes. <laughs> you know, like my PR. Yes. Like, yes. Like, oh my God, I made it! Like an actual publicist is writing me. Yes, yeah. and then sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh man, is the name like a turnoff? You know, for for certain yeah. people. Uh, it no, seems to work. It seems to work fine. It's funny. It never came up, actually. In my, yeah. I mean, I've been in these PR meetings and people are going through all the podcasts on a PR and they're like, hell fucking yeah. They're like, that sounds cool. I'm like, yeah, he's a good guy. Check him out. You know, <laughs> like, and I'm on the phone with like, I was, it was like the PR person from AARP, PR person from, from PBS. Yeah, Penguin Random House and from Goodwill. Like those are the four. It was like eight people that run PR. And everybody was like, hell fucking yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But no one was like, don't do it. Like everybody was just like, all right, whatever. Positivity, dude. Positivity is going to win. That's it. That's it. I'm telling you at the end of the day, that's what I've learned in the last five years. Positivity will win and we just got to keep walking towards it. That's it. Matt, it was an absolute pleasure. Everyone get the book. Uh, February 8th, right? Yeah, February 8th. Keep the memories, lose the stuff. I That's right. You, your life will not suck if you read it. Promise. I totally agree. It's an amazing book. And uh, Matt, I'll see you again. Thanks, dude. All right. All right, man. See you soon.